Welcome back, everybody, to season three of the globally famous and internationally known Cast Conversations. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, and somewhere Phil's here somewhere. I'm over here. Yeah. Oh, I'm right here. Phil, what's up? <laughs> uh, that's fun. The world famous. The world famous. We are. We are somewhat international. We are. We got some. Yeah. Uh, we actually have an international interview coming up on the 22nd. So, mm-hmm. shout out to our uh, friends over the pond, as you said, um, one of our yep. episodes. So we'll be having back uh, some some of our British friends, which I'm excited about. <laughs> but we uh, we got a pretty big episode for you all today. Um, we don't want to waste too much time uh, blabbering before we get to the the meat of the episode. So we did just want to come back and say, hey, we're back. We got a lot of stuff planned for you. Um, yeah, we had a we had a nice break. Um, we did we were doing a lot of stuff over our break, but uh, yes. it it was it was nice to take a pause for a second. But I think we we were both ready to get back into it once uh, after a month or so. So yeah, Phil, we texted each other and we were like, <clears throat> we were like, uh, when do you want to start again? And I was like, uh, now. And Phil's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> So we, it was, it was good to have a little pause and uh, not have to worry about uploading or anything, but it comes to a point where it's like, I want my routine back. I want to be talking to people. I want to be making episodes. So super happy to be back. And what better way to start it than with Kara Lindsay from the original Broadway cast of Newsies today. Yeah, it was, it was such a great conversation. Um, I wish we could add just a little more time with her. Uh, yeah. But of course, obviously she's a, uh, busy person so yeah um yeah she was it was was a lot of good conversation yeah great to talk to a a lot of very amazing stuff she told us so i know you're all gonna love hearing it we of course are recording this in post after the interview uh we interviewed her a few days ago and hopefully it would be awesome to have her on again in the future because we didn't even get a chance to talk about like wicked that she's been in she's had such an amazing career and um there's just so much to her story that I know you're all going to love. So um, what do you say? Should we get, just get into it? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Without further ado, we're going to throw it to break. And then uh, you're, you're going to be hearing from Kara uh, Lindsay. So I hope that you all enjoy this episode. We're super excited about season three. And we will see you all after the break. Bye, everyone. Are you in the need of a water bottle, cooler, tumbler, essentially anything for your water consumption needs phil i mean actually i was i i i kind of had a smaller water bottle that i would use a lot uh-huh. but it, I, I go through it so fast so i was like I, I need something bigger yeah and especially like with we're using plastic we want we don't want to like keep using plastic you want something that you can reuse so i've got the product for you it's called arctic they have a plethora of sizes to pick from. They've got 16 ounces, 20 ounces, 26 ounces, 32 and 36 ounces. They've got so many different ones you can pick from and a <laughs> one gallon jug. Phil, doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, it does to me. And uh, the uh, ones that they sent us are really nice. Yes. They're such high quality. Arctic was awesome sure. enough to send us some to uh, review and look at. We're going to be talking about those more on another episode, but the ones that we got, they, it's, it's just so awesome because they're, they're very inexpensive and they're built 
so well. It's $28.95 for a 32-ounce water bottle when a competitor's water bottle might be at like $50. It's it's very much so overbuilt, not overpriced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we look at uh, their, they've got tumblers for your coffee. They have travel mugs. They make grills, tote bags, day coolers, backpack coolers, the chairs. The list goes on and on. So yeah, it's re- it's really amazing uh, the amount of stuff they have and a very good for all your outdoor needs for exactly. sure. Um, and uh, finally. If you are going to be visiting the parks, which I know a lot of you want to, you need a water bottle. Florida's hot. Check out arcticoutdoors.com for all of your water bottle consumption needs. If not, you're going to be hurting because you need that water to survive because our bodies are made (laughs) of of like 70% water. And if you don't have it, you're going to be dropping down on Main Street USA. So get that water bottle or else you are going to be hurting in the parks. All right, everyone. All right, and we are back, and we are not alone this time. We are joined by the one and only Carol Lindsay. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. We're very happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, newsies for me, I know it's, <laughs> I, I just wanted to jump right in. Like, I, I'm so excited. <laughs> newsies for me was like one of the first shows that I remember like just seeing at all. And so, this is like a super awesome, like, full circle kind of interview that I'm like shaking oh. for. And oh. <laughs> so, um, but uh, Phil, do you want to start it out? Yeah. Um, so me, me as well. I, I'm actually, I'm a newer Newsies uh, watcher, but uh, absolutely loved it. Oh. Loved all the music and um, yeah, very excited for this. Yay. Uh, so uh, kind of just getting a little bit about your background. Um, when did you know that you wanted to pursue theater? Oh, well, I've always, I, well, not always. Um, I was introduced to theater when I was in sixth grade. Um, so I grew up doing um, competition dance. Um, well, okay. dance, and then I did it competitively. And I also grew up doing uh, playing sports. So um, I loved being on a team, whether it be dance or sports related. And um, when I was in sixth grade at Grace Athena Middle School in Rochester, New York, they needed more, um, they needed people that could tap uh, for uh, the production of uh, Pirates of Penzance. They needed more tapping cops. And uh, I knew how to tap because (laughs) I was doing competition dance and uh, I love dancing. And a lot of my friends were um, doing the show because it's, you know, it's, it's fun. I went to a public school and it's all, it's all just for funsies and uh, Mm -hmm. they needed dancers. And, um, so they were doing it and I thought, you know what, I can do it too. I would love to. Um, so I did it and I, I grew to love it from then on. I took my first voice lesson when I was in sixth grade and I realized that I could kind of match pitch and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, nobody in my family does theater. So this was like a brand new idea to me. I was familiar with the stage because I had danced. I had been dancing, but um, this was a whole different realm. Um, so I, I think that's when I was bit by the theater bug uh, <laughs> when I was in school and then uh, pursuing it 
for a living uh, when I was in high school and having, you know, to look into colleges and um, thinking about what I want to do with the rest of my life um, or with my life. Um, it's such a hard decision when you're 18 years old. Um, but I really love theater and that was what I knew. And that's, um, I would journal about how my passion for it and the way it made me feel. I grew up very shy and, uh, being in theater forced me out of my shelf in a good way. Um, and I really loved that. And my drama teacher said, you know, Kara, you could probably pursue this for a living if you wanted to. I was like, well, I want to, but is that realistic? Like I, I knew the um, starving artist phrase and I was like, I don't want to starve. And she's like, well, you know, it's hard, it's competitive, but um, you know, just apply to colleges, see if you get in, if you get into like one of your dream schools, then perhaps you should like consider going further. And I was only not going to pursue it because of fear. Um, Mm. I had no idea what else I would do um, or what else I would love. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, well, I won't ever know if I don't try. So I wanted to give it a valiant effort and really try because it's my dream. And if it didn't work out, then that was my answer. But I am so glad that I pursued it. And um, I just, I can't imagine my life without, um, telling these stories and having, you know, the newsies experience and, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for that. That's awesome. And you, you kind of mentioned, uh, a little bit ago that you had a background in, uh, competition dance. And so (laughs) I, I was, I was going to ask if you had to get any extra dance lessons before newsies, because, there's quite a lot of dance and a lot of skill uh, in, in that in that musical. Yeah, well, um, I'm glad for my dance background. I went to uh, Performance Plus Studios in Rochester, and they are just so great. And um, I really just, they pushed me in a great way. And um, I feel like because of that training, I was able to do Newsies because of that. Um, we did have a dance call for the audition, but it wasn't tap. It was um, a jazz number mm. um, and because they were still figuring out what they wanted to do with Catherine in terms of her being a dancer or not or what. So, um, and then once I had already gotten the job, Chris Catelli, who's our choreographer, came up to me at an awards ceremony for kids and said, Hey, before we even started and said, Hey, do you tap? And I was like, yeah, I do. I grew up tapping. Um, so they made it a tap number <laughs> I mean, not because I said I could tap. He had already decided that's what he wanted it to be, but I think he was trying to decide whether or not Catherine would dance in it or not. Sure. Um, so, um, so yeah, I'm really grateful for that competitive training growing up. Um, and then when I went to college, we did continue on with dance training, but it was just much different. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't as intense. So I, I, it wasn't like what I was used to with performance plus. So, um, I kind of had to, I would like go to the studio for extra hours, like by myself and just like make up my own routines and stuff. And then, um, when I moved to the city, you really had, like, I had to kind of make things happen for myself in terms of like, um, doing dance classes because it was expensive at, um, 
Broadway Dance Center when you're like just moving to the, the to the city. You don't have a lot of money, so I was <laughs> I would try and um, try and keep up that training as much as I could. But like over the years since I was 18 and went to college, it, it wasn't quite as what I what what I used to be, but um, but it was still there. I mean, it, it really was like riding a bike. You know, I had been sure. dancing since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. So even though I wasn't doing it as intensely from age eighteen to twenty six, I think that's when I twenty seven was when I did um, Newsies. Huh. Um, I, I still had it in me and I was still doing it, um, occasionally. Um, so I, I, I felt confident in that then now, no. Dance is not thing where I, mom had a baby, not keep it up. <laughs> so, um, kind of actually going off what Phil was saying with the tap, um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole show is in, uh, King of New York when, the boys all kind of step to the side and it's your turn. You like kind of dance pretty. And then like you like throw the skirt up and then you like sh- start like tapping like crazy. Um, uh, how was that adjusting to tapping in like a longer dress like that? Oh man, it was so hard. Jessica, <laughs> our, um, our costume designer, who was also the costume designer for Little House on the Prairie that I did a long time ago. Um, the tour, that's how I met my husband, Kevin. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So, um, he was the costume designer for that. So I had known him already and, uh, he knew exactly like what was right on my body. So it was really helpful. But then when he did, um, when I got the costume for King of New York, I was like, and it was different than the Broadway or it was different than the uh, paper mill production. So we did, um, an out of town tryout of Newsies and, um, it uh the costumes were vamped up a little bit for broadway um so the costume that i got for king of new york was quite a bit heavier the material was heavier and i was like wait this is like the most that i move in the entire show and i'm wearing the heaviest (laughs) costume for that number right exactly Um, yeah but he worked with me and he's so sweet and he was like what can we do to make it easier and i got why he wanted it to look like that you know it was a very like um masculine uh version of like um Catherine's uh, style at that point mm-hmm, and like at that sure. point of the show you know she's like proving to the guys that she can keep up um so I, I felt like the the design of that made sense so we he just he was like what can we do so we put a little hook in the belt so that I could like um, have the dress out of the way of my legs a little bit. Um, so it wasn't like I had to hike my skirt all the way over my head. Sure. Um, but yeah, so he worked with me on that. Um, but that, that was such a fun, uh, King of New York eventually was like my favorite part of the show. I say eventually, because at first I was like, how am I going to keep up with these guys? They learned it in five seconds <laughs> while I'm like, wait, can I have a few days? Um, 
but like eventually it just was like I could do it in my sleep and um it was so fun we had such a blast we would laugh with each other I was like this is like I get a little taste into what it's like to be a newsie um for the rest of the show you know for all the the, they do you know carrying the band of seeds a day all the things and I got like a tiny taste with king of new york to know what the, that, that camaraderie. And, um, I'm, I just, I'm so grateful. I carry that with me all the time. That's so cool. That's awesome. And we, we kind of have, we had another adaptation question, I guess. Was it, uh, was it a challenge to adjust to the cameras in your face, um, when they were recording the show? Oh yeah. Uh, well, so I, (laughs) yeah. From, yeah, it was crazy, but it had been, it had been a few years since I had done Newsies on Broadway. So I was doing, I had done Wicked between them mm-hmm. um, and then the filming. So there had been quite a bit of time. And uh, so I was sort of adjusting back to like what Catherine is, was, you know? And so the cameras were just another element of that. It wasn't like as if I was doing Catherine eight times a week and then suddenly there were a bunch of cameras in my face. It was kind of all, um, unfamiliar though stepping into Catherine's shoes and on that stage with the same set, basically the same costumes, the same, a lot of things it, it did become familiar. Um, with the cameras, it was bizarre. I kind of had to, you know, you have to pretend like they're not there mm-hmm. and just be as truthful as possible because, you know, the, the camera is right in your face. You really yeah. have to be so much more honest than, you know, I mean, and not that you shouldn't be, not that you're not honest when you're on stage, but it's just, it's like a subtle, um, more real, um, honest. Right. Yeah. Sure. Sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And when you're on stage, it's still from an authentic place, but it's um, it can't be too subtle because otherwise people won't understand it or see it. Um, mm-hmm. So you always like that is still that was what I clung to is that it's always from a real place. So even when we're on stage and there aren't cameras, um, but it's just kind of like being it's like you know with the audience they're several feet away so Mm. you know know that when you have to talk to somebody that's several feet away you act differently when you talk to somebody that's right in your face you act differently you know and knowing for sure they don't need to they don't need me to explain in that way (laughs) you know um and i i think also like talking with jeremy a bit before filming was really helpful because he has a lot you know a an extensive film background, which is wonderful. Um, so I could kind of ask him like, what are we going to do differently? And he kind of, he was, he was kind of like, not, you know, just do <laughs> it is for the stage. So mm-hmm. do that. And then like when they are up close and personal, like maybe we'll just, you know, um, we'll talk with the the camera director and see if we need to hold back, but it was really a great dialogue. Um, it was ter- terrifying for me at first, but I, I was like, I know who this person is. I know Catherine, like that's all I, yeah. that's my job. And that's it. So I can't like, it's even cool how you were mentioning earlier that you would journal um, while you were um, like in school, figuring out theater and everything. And that's, 
like exactly what your character was like a journalist uh a reporter and it's it's cool that you had that connection yeah i mean that was like so amateur i was journaling like um you know before bed or during the summer months between school like what do i want to do when i grow up (laughs) i would love to try and go move to new york i don't know um but it was totally different. Uh, I really, I, I sort of was, I, I was lost in terms of um, what it would be like to be a journalist. I did have to look into that a lot. Um, but that's, that's the joy of telling a story based in truth or playing um, a, a, a person that has a certain profession you aren't aware of um, because that's when we really get to learn more about other people. Um, so I really, I, I studied Nellie Bly a lot. Um, she was a journalist at the turn of the century, mm-hmm. a little bit older than Catherine was around 1899, but still <laughs> close. And um, mm-hmm. she, I just, and also the fact that, um, uh, Newsies is based on an actual event. So right. I had so much to pull from and so mm-hmm. much information. And I, you know, we watch the news all the time. We, we see, um, we see journalists, we see, uh, it's how we get our news. So, um, I, I did know for, uh, I did know a little bit, but also, um, for a moment I wanted to be, um, a newscaster really? <laughs> moment, yeah, news anchor. <laughs> you have the um, voice for it. Oh no, I cannot do the sing songy thing that they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all talk the same. It's like I'm like, who teaches them? They must Seriously. have like a music professor that <laughs> right. exactly how to talk. Um, <laughs> but I, that was something that I wanted to do, and then I also want to be a nutritionist and like, <laughs> but mostly hey. I wanted an actor it, it worked out pretty well for you yeah it did and then the did. thing the joy is that like with, as well when you're an actor you get to pretend to be so many different kinds of professions so it's right. kind of awesome mm-hmm. um, um so we have three more quick questions to get through if that's all right yeah yeah so, of course so we're wondering if right now if we put you on a stage could you go through the entire newsies show right now could I do it? No, yeah. no, I, no. Been too no. long. Oh my god, no. So, <laughs> first of all, mom brain is a real thing. Um, second of all, Kara brain. <laughs> um, but third, I really sort of uh, I, I absorb the information I need for the moment. So I had just done beautiful. That was the most recent show I did. I had okay. done. Um, so I have that script maybe still back there. Um, but it's been so <laughs> long since I've done Newsies. I did Wicked between then and also Beautiful. And then Kevin and I did these concerts in Epcot. So I have like, I don't think I could remember. <laughs> I really oh, that's for the moment and then I put it aside because I know I don't need it. But the, the amazing thing was um, because I when I left Newsies on Broadway, I thought, you know, that was it. I was so sad, but of course, like moving on to a new adventure. Um, But I, I thought that was it. So um, when I went back to film it and I was looking through the script, I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then eventually, like after a few times, it would be in there. It's in there. So if maybe if I looked through the script for like an hour, 
Yeah, sure. it would probably be there. It would probably be there. So not to, not to brag or anything, but I was Rolf in The Sound of Music in high school, and I remember saying, no one's out here, sir, in the graveyard. So um, yeah, kind of, kind of a big shining moment right there. But you still um, got it. <laughs> um, so uh, we also wanted to ask, how did you and Jeremy perfect the New York accent? Oh, I didn't have one. Um, but Jeremy did. So, uh, they sort of base dialect on, um, accents on, uh, status. So because mm. Mm. very well educated, um, and rich, she most likely did not have an accent because she had to, in order to even be a journalist of any kind as a female, um, you'd have to be very well educated and speak in a way that people would take you seriously. So it was understood from our dialect coach that um, we, Catherine would not have an accent. Um, however, the Newsies, they're poor, not as educated because they didn't have, they probably didn't have access to it. Um, uh, so they were um, they had an, a very thick accent. Um, so that was a, another way to distinguish status. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. That makes that's perfect like, sense. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, no, one other question, um, before we get to our last question. So how, how are you able to cry on command? We, I, I kind of noticed that you were able teared up a little bit. So are you able to cry on command? When did I cry on command? You like you teared up right at the uh, right at the end, and um, I'm drawing a blank. Was it in the finale? Um, in once and for all. Wait, no, yeah, once and for all. No. Was now we're just we're just all? making things up. Now I'm sure. Yeah, now we're just. Throwing... Also, I've only seen it like twice. Um, I don't remember. Or maybe maybe probably something to believe in. Oh, maybe probably, probably what I'm thinking of. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I can't cry. Like if somebody's like, okay, cry. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I need a moment. Like, yeah, give me a um, feel. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's, a, it's like you and Jeremy were like looking in each other's eyes and I noticed uh, from the camera angle, at least it was like you were tear. Yeah. You were tear, Probably. Actually, I do remember bit. that now. Um, I think that you know, the whole thing was nostalgia for me. So I felt, I think the whole time I was probably holding back tears, um, mm -hmm. itself changed my entire life. Um, and I think just like the gratitude and, um, being around those people again and hearing those songs again, um, and just being transported into that story again was like such a gift. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also I think, um, Jeremy is an amazing friend. He, so I, I keep telling the story and it's worth repeating over and over again because he said, I, he, so he got the call about Newsies, uh, first, obviously he's Jack Kelly, um, about <laughs> them doing, um, Disney film and he called me after and he was like listen so I just got a call that they're going to make um Newsies stage version into a film. Uh, I was like oh that's great and I was two years three years out of Newsies so I was like right. great I'm so happy for you <laughs> he's like well I'm not gonna do it if I told him I'm not gonna do it if you don't do it 
Um, oh, and I was awesome. like, oh my God, that's very <laughs> sweet. That's very kind of you. Um, also, you should still do it regardless of whether they ask me. Um, but so I'll never know if um, Disney would have asked me anyway, or if it's because of what Jeremy said. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but very, very kind of him. So I think like his loyalty too. I was just like really grateful that he did. He said that. And I think, I don't know. I mean, I, who knows? I have no idea if I would have done it if he had said not doing it without uh, care hmm. of it. And That's also Ben and Andrew Kane Bolger. So like having the people that he's so used to doing these scenes with because it was such a short process and especially for him because he was doing Supergirl. So he would film Supergirl and then fly to LA to film like some scenes for the day and then fly back mm -hmm. to film Supergirl. So I think also for him, he needed to know his scene partners and he had lived in those scenes with us the most. So I think it was beneficial for him. It was probably, you know, he was like, well, it's for me, <laughs> you know, but also <laughs> he, he has a heart. Um, so I think I was feeling like just grateful overall. Yeah. I, of course, like, I, I don't know. I, I could see Disney, like they, they like needed you. They need, cause you're, you're, right. you are her. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's really sweet. I uh, mean, I, I, they didn't <laughs> we are replaceable um but i'm grateful that um i got to tell her story for the film i i you know even when we filmed it i had no idea what the the scope of what it would be um and i think that's okay it probably just would have made me really <laughs> nervous um but i yeah i just uh, yeah, it, it it was it's amazing, and I'm so I, I feel like I just know her so deeply because I got to spend so much time creating her. Um, but also, like now, she's in the hands of so many other wonderful actors who are creating their own version of who Catherine is, and it's unique to them. And that's what makes um, this business so awesome. Like there are so many different Glindas or Elphabas, but each sure. person tells the story uniquely in their own way. So um, I'm just grateful that they trusted me to tell Catherine's story my way. Um, Cause that's, that's like a huge responsibility. Um, and I realized that like they, for, for the Broadway production itself, it was my Broadway debut and for them to take a chance on me telling the story versus somebody else who's had a Broadway credit or whatever, maybe um, sure. that's a big deal. So really I am is. grateful. Yeah. So one final question, and I've been excited to hear uh, what you had to say. Um, so how did it feel knowing that um, being the like strong and intelligent female lead in this show with all these men how did it feel knowing that you were the inspiration to all these young women watching, like being told that they're not good enough and being told like they're not going to make it in the, in a world. And like, we've progressed so far, but how does it feel knowing that you get to be that inspiration? Uh, it feels amazing. And <laughs> um, yeah, it just feels wild. And I think I need to hear it too. Like I'm also on the receiving end. Um, I can pretend to be this strong, fierce lady. <laughs> um, 
but I'm not quite that in life. And so I am one of those fans that needs to be, needs to hear Catherine's story. Um, and in like living in her words, in her, um, her strength, it does, uh, inspire strength in me. Um, but to know that like her story is inspiring young girls, um, just, it thrills me. I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's something we need to hear and, um, an experience and hopefully, uh, infuse within ourselves and, you know, women, they, we've come a long way, um, over, uh, the many, many years, but we still have a ways to go. And I think, um, seeing Catherine stand up to these boys and stand up to rich men in, um, in power, um, is, is really empowering for all of us women who feel like we don't have a voice. Um, and she's a rich lady and still felt like <laughs> you, we didn't have a voice, you know? So, um, we do, and there's power in numbers and also power in uniting. And, um, I loved, I loved that, um, you know, her and the boys uniting for a common, uh, the common good and for justice. And, um, I think that was incredibly powerful and like all those kids out there, young girls, young boys, whatever, um, you are the future and you do have a say and, um, it's important what you say. So that's, Amazing. That's truly, <laughs> yeah, that's... truly amazing. Well, I couldn't imagine a better way to wrap it up than that. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to thank you. And in the words of Catherine, thank you for being the ace of our sleeve. Um, it was really <laughs> awesome having you here. And um, this was truly a once in a lifetime experience. So I'm, I'm very happy. Oh, very much, so. so sweet. Thank you. Thank you guys for reaching out. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Um, to our listeners, uh, we will see you on the next episode. And that's it. That's the show. <laughs> we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everyone.